Nearly all of the voting regions in Ireland counted so far have backed repeal of the country's 1983 amendment that had made uh, Parliament uh, now responsible for enacting abortion laws, whereas it had been a, a violation of the Constitution. Cora Sherlock is deputy chairperson for the pro-life campaign there and says that she hopes that the legislation will actually bear uh, true to what they were promising. What they have said is that this is restrictive abortion and what they've said is that this will not impact on babies who are diagnosed with a disability in the womb and they must stand over that because there's a lot of people who would have voted for this referendum believing that. The Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar, praising the apparent victory. The public have spoken and gives us the mandate we need now to uh, bring in uh, more modern, more liberal abortion laws here in Ireland. And Irish voters seem to have approved the repeal of that amendment by a two-to-one margin. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot. I'm often asked when meeting with prospective clients, does radio work? Absolutely, I say. And we have plenty of success stories to share. Listeners have more ways to listen than ever. They have our new FM signal in the West Metro, smart speakers like Alexa, and our free mobile app. Listeners are finding us, so let your business be found too. Consider advertising on The Patriot and see how radio will work for you. Call us at 651-405-8800. AM 12A, The Patriot. Good Saturday afternoon to you on this very, very warm and sunny Saturday. Sunny, a daytime high of 94 today. Tomorrow on your Sunday, sunny, a daytime high of 96. Memorial Day, same thing, sunny and 94. Don't forget, AM 12A, The Patriot can now be heard on FM 107.5 in the western suburbs. For more details and that listening area, visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My motto, the M250 caliber machine gun of the culture war. My other blog, uh, True North, found on the web at looktruenorth.com. My slot, time-wise, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 14 years strong, dominating Saturday afternoons, ergo dominating weekends, ergo dominating Twin Cities Radio. And it's just a glorious day for radio here today. I hope you're out doing yard work, getting ready for your Memorial Day outings and other activities. Up at the cabin, perhaps. Uh, hope you're within range of AM 12A, The Patriot, for what is going to be a fun broadcast. A couple of great guests coming up. I've got Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, who is an expert, actually, with uh, with uh, one of the nuclear weapons policy think tanks, talking about Korea and uh, North Korea, rather, and uh, Iran uh, later on in the broadcast today. Also going to be talking with Andy Selick of the Minnesota Voters Alliance about their ongoing litigation over freedom of speech and election integrity in Minnesota. Uh, hint, there's not a much, not a whole lot of either uh, when it comes to Minnesota elections. We'll be talking about that sometime in the next hour. Of course, we'll be talking with uh, you at 651 
289-4488. That's the number to call to reach us. You can also reach us at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, we are, of course, the, uh, the, the dominant uh, outlet for political thought of all sides in, uh, in the Twin Cities on the weekends and throughout the week. Because let's be honest, this show not only covers conservative politics better than just about anyone in the Twin Cities, but it covers liberal politics better than the so-called liberal talk station does. I honestly, I say that. I don't even know if the liberal talk station still exists. I should really check that out. Um, I mean, their signal doesn't come in on my radio in St. Paul. So for all I know, the other, the, the liberal lesser talk station, uh, which is basically a glorified ham station, uh, even in its uh, even in the best of its times, uh, I have no idea if it still exists. I have to look that up later on if I still care by that point. Anyway, I, I called myself the 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 M two fifty caliber machine gun of the culture war because, of course, this is a, a war for the future of this nation. And when I say war, it's it's a civil war in the sense, not necessarily a war between the people, the various factions in our society. Although in a sense it is, but. We hope to keep it civil. We do, because uh, the last thing any society needs is a shooting war, although there are parts of our society, and and I'll be complete in saying that that there are parts on both sides, although I'll be accurate to say in, in saying that it's the left mostly, that does seem to want to come to blows over the, the, the things that divide us. Uh, Andrew Breitbart used to say famously, perhaps his greatest saying of all, uh, politics is downstream of culture, and sometimes it feels like big left. By the way, I've christened the term big left. Feel free to pass it on. Big left, it exists exactly in the same way as big oil, big pharmaceutical, big entertainment, big media, big left. The, 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 the big money people that, that set the agenda for the American left. I call them big left in exactly the same way as we refer to big steel or big auto, uh, automakers. Big left. Uh, anyway, uh, they're, they, they're fighting the culture war to matter and it, and it feels like they're winning in, in a lot of ways. I talk to people all the time who talk about how conservative ideas are beaten down not just at the polls, but in their workplaces, and not just in uh, the, the the blue progressive cesspools of Minneapolis and St. Paul, but out in, or even their their little cousin cesspools in, I don't know, St. Louis Park and Roseville and the west side of Woodbury and Richfield, but even out in places like Burnsville and Shakopee and Ham Lake, you're, you're starting to see examples of progressive, and I use that term in scare quotes, progressive culture, uh, banishing dissent from workplaces, from community groups, from volunteer opportunities, from city council meetings, just as effectively as they've banished it from, uh, banished dissent from American universities or uh, the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul in pretty much any respect. So it's Fun and I have to say a little bit invigorating to point out that every once in a while the good guys win one. Now, I'm a firm believer in all ten amendments of the Bill of Rights of the United States Constitution, all of them, in every respect, in every respect that the founding fathers intended 
at any rate. And one of those amendments is the First Amendment. And by the way, speaking as someone in a purple state who's uh, who spent the last eight years watching the FCC under Barack Obama, uh, under Barack Obama's left of center leadership, flirt with the idea of reinstating the fairness doctrine, which would put shows like this largely off the air. Uh, I, I say that as someone whose freedom of speech is under more danger than an awful lot of media's freedom of speech in the Twin Cities. But one of the aspects of the First Amendment that we as conservatives fight constantly is the Establishment Clause, the part of the Constitution that says Congress, uh, the, the government, this country shall establish no state religion. Now, over the past uh, 50 years, probably, the Establishment Clause has taken on a couple of extremely uh, restrictive interpretations uh, to just say, okay, no government entity can make any religious noises whatsoever, provided those noises are Christian, by the way. Uh, I, I brought this to my kids' schools' attention by the when they were still in the public schools. How, how can you teach aspects of Native American spirituality or, or Buddhism in classes, but Christianity is thoroughly treif? That's a Jewish term. Uh, and there was never a... a a coherent answer about it. The answer I think that I heard was because, and that's really about as far as it went. And, and and by the way, I I thoroughly completely believe in the original intent of the establishment clause. Government should not be establishing or, or regulating religion. Doesn't matter which faith you are. And that's a tough nut for some of my conservative friends uh, some of them, at least, to 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 wrap their teeth around, because it means a Muslim immigrant has the same freedom of religion that you do, like it or not. Now they don't have the freedom to use certain tenets of that religion to harm their neighbors. That's that's a given. But then, either does anybody else. Anyway, the government has no business establishing a state religion. I don't think, and of course the Supreme Court and and various pundits on all sides disagree with me on this, and this is a part of the culture war, but we're all going to be fighting for a while here. But there was a victory, at least temporarily, out in the Western exurbs this past week. Bob Collins at uh, Minnesota Public Radio reported this in his blog uh, Thursday. The prayers will stay at meetings of the Hutchinson City Council. By a 3-2 to two vote, council members in the town west of the Twin Cities rejected calls to replace a prayer by Christian pastors with a moment of silence, the Hutchinson leader reports. Currently, the prayer is led by members of the Hutchinson Ecumenical Ministerial Association on a rotating basis. Sometimes nobody shows up at the meeting, so council members pray by themselves, which prompted one of the members, Steve Cook, to propose making the moment of silence a suitable replacement for a Christian prayer. In rejecting the proposal, with a vote in November, in April, however, the city council asked the ministers' association to include non-Christians in their invocations, but the ministers refused. The Hutchinson Ecumenical Minister Association is, by definition, a Christian organization, not an interfaith organization. The association's co-chairs wrote to council members. They said, however, they would just not schedule a Christian minister to appear at two meetings every month, apparently inviting the council to fill those spots with someone of their choosing. Now, here's where uh, you play the Imperial March. Darth Vader uh, is, is walking in here. In a letter to the council from the Wisconsin-based Freedom From Religion Foundation, delivered before another vote on uh, Tuesday, 
Colin McNamara, a legal fellow with the group, called the minister's idea a paltry attempt at compromise. Now, when you hear the Freedom From Religion Foundation, by the way, which is basically an institutionalized atheist group or a group that wants to institutionalize atheism as uh, as as the, the, the law of the land, if you will, in terms of government activities, uh, whenever they enter the room, you know the crazy meter's about to peg. Now, just so we're clear on this, the United States has freedom of religion. And we have no state church, and we have no state-sanctioned beliefs. That's a fact. But freedom from religion? Freedom from the influence of religion on real people doing real people stuff? No, we don't. That is a French idea. The French Constitution enshrines freedom from religion. There is no uh, religion is kept out of public life via hermetic vacuum seal. And we know how wonderfully that's worked in France, don't we? That was never the intention of the United States Constitution. Never. And we can argue about exactly how the Establishment Clause is manifested uh, in American public life. Uh, Different jurisdictions take different views about it. We have parts of the country that still keep the Ten Commandments up on the City Hall. And we have places like, I don't know, Minneapolis and St. Paul that uh, don't allow you to put up Christmas trees on your own cube. Uh, if you're a city employee. And perhaps that's the way it should be. I mean, we're supposed to be a federalist society, and we're supposed to devolve control of most things in our society to the lowest common governmental denominator. Uh, Cities, counties, and states should be making most decisions in this country. In fact, that's probably the only way you can really effectively govern a nation of 320 million people uh, that are so radically different from each other as, as we are in this country. And, and, and by the way, as, as, as the late great Ed, Co- Ed, Cook, Ed, Coach, Ed Koch, Ed Koch, former mayor of New York City said, uh, the people have spoken, now they must suffer the consequences. We can let people who wish to vote for a more, I don't know, exclusive definition of the First Amendment Establishment Clause, live with the the moral squalor of their choices like they do in Minneapolis and St. Paul. But it's good to see, and I'll just say, congratulations, Hutchinson City Council. I I, I will wait for the, I don't know, our our, our idiot junior media in the city pages to, to put out an article sometime this next Wednesday referring to Hutchinson as a theocracy. Uh, anybody want to place any bets on that? No action on that bet? No, I didn't think so. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Oh, the culture war has not been won. In fact, you can see lawyers and money, if not firearms, being deployed to Hutchinson as we speak. But there's some more social uh, justice warfare going on in Minneapolis. We'll talk about that as well on the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
Hey, Twin Cities, Dennis Prager here. If you've been to an AM 1280, the Patriot event, or to their station, then you've seen the expert work of Action Plus Sign. This local business of over 25 years specializes in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront and lighted signs, which you can even convert to new LED and more. When it comes down to it, the folks at Action Plus are less talk and more action. They exemplify true Patriot grit. Visit them online to check out a list of all their services at actionplussign.com. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Want to change how you feel significantly? ReliefFactor.com will do that for you. Support for temporary relief of minor aches and pains. If you're out there exercising, you go a little bit too far as I did on Saturday, you definitely need Relief Factor on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, I take it every day. As do tens of thousands of people. They know that they should have Omega, which is fish oil. Resveratrol, which you can get from drinking red wine, but you don't know how much. I carry and curcumin all together. Carefully calibrated, perfectly formulated. The combination of four natural supplements... That everyone agrees you ought to be taken every single day. This makes it easy to do in the amount that is appropriate for your body. The starter pack is nineteen ninety five. You try it for three weeks. Put everything else away that your doctor says you can put away. Don't not take what he tells you to take. And then see if you don't feel terrific. You'll feel much better. ReliefFactor.com works. Tens of thousands of people say so. Their testimonials are abundant and real and sincere. Go and watch them and get ReliefFactor.com. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cue the guitar. Hey, you know, we talk a lot about the Northern Alliance Radio Network, but we've actually got some great conservative shows otherwise on The Patriot all weekend long. First of all, we've got uh, Americans for Prosperity Saturday uh, today at 4 o'clock. Paul Gazelka joins Jason Floors. He's the uh, chair of the, uh, the, the uh, Senate Majority Leader. He's going to talk about the session. It's going to be a great show, by the way. Plus, Andrew Parker coming up with uh, Rachel Paulus. It's tomorrow on the Andrew Parker Show. 
Rachel Paulus, of course, was the uh, U.S. attorney for Minnesota under the Bush administration. We've had her on the broadcast once or twice back uh, during the Bush administration. Great uh, guest. Uh, Andrew Parker will have a great time uh, talking with, with uh, the former U.S. attorney who uh, continues to go on and do great things in the legal field. Uh, of course, Paul, uh, Jason Flores talking with Paul Gazelka later on today. The, the show, I, I, I'm told this one is uh, one for the record books. So make sure you check that out. By the way, speaking of the record books, stay cool out there. It's going to be a warm one out there today. I'm actually pondering uh, impulse buying an air conditioner for the first time in my life. Now, as much as I, I, I squawk about, uh, actually fail to squawk about Minnesota uh, winters because I grew up in North Dakota and, and the Minnesota winters just aren't that impressive, I will have to also say the summers down here have always kicked my butt uh, because I grew up in North Dakota. Where it's, it's a dry heat. Up there and down here, we might as well be in the bayous of Louisiana or the the swamps of Mississippi. Uh, the humidity just kicks me until, at least metaphorically speaking, the convulsions stop. Uh, and so I'm, uh, I, and yet I tough it out every summer uh, with through a combination of tricks I learned as a kid, uh, keeping the fan on me, uh, putting a wet sheet on me at, before I go to bed, and it's evaporative cooling keeps me nice and cool. Uh, yet I'm, I'm thinking maybe this is the year I do that. We'll see how I feel when I leave the studio here today. Uh, I feel on a typical night, especially in the dog days of July and August, like someone threw a glass of water on me overnight. Uh, sort of like happened with, with Tommy Laren last weekend in Minneapolis. Now, now perhaps you've heard the story. In fact, you probably heard the story. It was a big story this past week. Uh, Tommy Laren, who's a conservative pundit, with uh, the Blaze, uh, Glenn Beck's organization, uh, who, who, by the way, I've never been a big fan of Tomi Laren. I mean, she's she is what she is, and, and I don't begrudge her her success. I've uh, some some at various points wondered why she was success. I don't know how. That, I don't having watched her a few times on the on uh, on YouTube or on the Blaze. I, I often wondered what it was that Glenn Beck thought she brought to the table. I mean, there are conservative women out there with, in my humble opinion, a lot more on the ball than, than, than Tommy Laren, who, who deserve a much bigger platform than they have, whereas Tommy Laren uh, just doesn't seem to bring anything to the table that I can't get from other much better sources. Now, if you're a Tommy Laren fan, don't be picketing me. Uh, it's certainly worth a discussion. And... I'm per- and, and by the way, let a thousand lights shine. I whether I disagree with someone or not, as long as they're on the right side, uh, is Laren is on most issues. I'll be it not say abortion. I mean, we're, if we agree on eighty percent of all issues, seventy percent even, I'll forgive the other twenty, thirty percent. No biggie. It's all good. We're all on the same team, basically. Especially when we come up against things that happened this past weekend. Tommy Laren was in town uh, for this past week and wound up going to a uh, to a uh, establishment in downtown Minneapolis where uh, there was a confrontation. A, uh, a a a woman after after a brief escalation of ugly, pointed, sexist rhetoric. Uh, things escalated into what would be considered an assault under any other circumstances. And and by the way, for this coverage, I go to uh, an article from the City Pages and, and a writer that I've I've in the past referred to as relentlessly, constantly, and pointlessly stupid. A fellow named Mike Mullen 
who and, and by the way, every I, I should know better than to say the dumbest writer working in the Twin Cities today, because every time I declare someone the dumbest writer working in the Twin Cities, the the city pages hires someone new and worse. Now, Mike Mullen has been I don't know word processing at uh, the city pages for a while now, a couple of years, I think. I don't care, but he's been there for a while, and he isn't getting any smarter. Let's just be honest. But he he got some of the facts out there that, quite frankly, I think were intended to uh, inspire the audience at the city pages, which, uh, other than us conservative bloggers who go through there looking for things to point out the senseless depravity of the young progressive clack in the Twin Cities is the audience being mostly largely young, dumb progressives like Mike Mullen. And by the way, if you think I'm being unfair to Mike Mullen, feel free to give me a call at 651-289-4488. Or for that matter, if you are Mike Mullen, uh, feel free to call because, boy, I've got some stuff to unpack with you. Anyway, including this article here, uh, he writes... And when I say rights, I put that in scare quotes. It's more word processing uh, with certain bits of chanting point inserted at strategic-ish points. Okay. <clears throat> and I quote, The Fox News contributor apparently stopped and turned back to confront the water thrower's table, at which point a man yelled and, and said a bunch of things that I can't say on the radio. In fact, I can't even hint what they are on the radio. But I will – and by the way, if you want to see them in – in living color, uh, there's a post on my blog at shotinthedark.info called <clears throat> Socratic Date. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, my bad, my bad. Socratic Debate, Minneapolis progressive style. So you can see exactly what this person said. The sort of stuff that would qualify as not only deeply, deeply offensive uh, just from a, a, a public discourse standpoint, but also the kind of sexism that would get a conservative uh, tossed out of polite society uh, by their back belt loop. Things that not only can't I say on the radio, but I wouldn't say on a podcast. Things that are so corrosively, demeaningly sexist that they deserve nothing but a smack upside the head. Anyway, this man, <clears throat> man, yelled these three corrosively sexist things before asking, quote, why you even out here, according to Mr. Mullen, uh, whom I quote in going further by saying, within a couple seconds, she wasn't. Lauren entered the conversation and left the scene. Smart. The woman left standing there talking to patrons after uh, Tommy retreats. Little subject verb disagreement or tense disagreement. There. Uh, retreats might just be Lauren's mom. TMZ report... He wrote the article based on a TMZ clip. <laughs> TMZ reports, quote, some of the water got on Tommy's mom as, Tommy's mom as well, end quote. T TMZ also passes along information that sources close to Tommy who report that this drink throwing was completely unprovoked. It, by, after which Mullen goes on to say, completely, except for like 500 things she said on national television. So, in other words... To poorly trained boutique media chimp Mike Mullen, things you say 
justify physical assault. And I say that assault. I've heard some friends of mine in the media say, ah, it's just a glass of water. Oh, wrong. <laughs> if someone connected uh, for with any by, via any degree of separation with the right had thrown water on, I don't know, Rachel Maddow, we would be subjected today and for the coming week to an endless series of wrinkled brow essays, essays about the 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 inco- the, the 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 pandemic of of conservative violence it's brewing just under the surface in our society had someone thrown water on a Rachel Maddow or on a on a I don't know any of the young turks or anyone for that matter i mean if you even discuss things that can be twisted into something that could be metaphorically considered violent, like saying, we've got these people in our crosshairs. This becomes evidence of conservative terrorism. Right-wing white supremacist terror brewing under the surface. And yet, watching the Twin Cities alternative media scramble over themselves to excuse this by saying, well, Tommy Laren things we th- says things we find objectionable. So throwing water at her when she's enjoying uh, lunch with her family and handlers. See, this is where the culture war turns ugly. And I say this ugly, not only if you're a conservative trying to live life around some of these pampered, spoiled hamsters that roam among us, especially in places like downtown Minneapolis and Dinkytown and uh, Highland Park in St. Paul. But if you are a liberal who is feeling oppressed by the fact that Donald Trump reigns as our president today then you've got people like this to blame. Because an awful lot of people didn't care for Donald Trump, but they voted against people like Mr. Sexist at the beginning of the article and the woman who threw the the, the water at Tommy Lahren, a woman that I... If, it ta- if you get me to defend Tommy Lahren, you've really done something. Uh, Colonel Anthony Schaefer comes up next talking about the nuke uh, deals in Iran and North Korea when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
Picture yourself unemployed for 20, maybe even 30 years. That's what retirement can look like, 20 or 30 years with no paycheck. Consider this. There are over 2,000 rules that govern Social Security. There are hundreds of ways to file for it. It's not surprising so many Americans may be getting less Social Security than they've earned. Will you get the most out of your Social Security benefits? Call Sheila Franks at Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors. Sheila and her team will use time-tested methods to help you maximize your Social Security benefit. Get the Social Security benefit you have have earned 763-545-5555 that's 763-545-5555 sheila and the team at lifestyle financial and tax advisor 763-545-5555 lifestyle financial and tax advisors is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives investment advisory services offered through global financial private capital llc not affiliated with or endorsed by the social security administration or any government agency This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. Modern men are in trouble. Just saying that sentence is a great way to get a reaction today. Some people scoff, others nod their head in sadness. In our soft, fuzzy, gender-neutral age, the psychologist Jordan Peterson has dared to raise this matter in public. In a recent New York Times profile, his interviewer laughed at him for suggesting that men are failing today. But look all around us. 97% of mass shooters are men. Men are leaving their families in record numbers. Men have dropped out of the workforce. And for every six college degrees earned by women, men earn four. We don't need to see the sexes as competing. We want men and women both to flourish. But we can't miss this today. Modern men are in trouble. It's a spiritual issue. It's a cultural issue. And solutions aren't simple. But we need more voices admitting that we've got a problem. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll be talking with uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Anthony Schaefer from the U.S. Nuclear Policy Institute, talking about uh, inside baseball about the Iran and North Korea nuclear programs and diplomacy related to all of the above. Operators are standing by even as we speak. See you calling any old point here. The, the, the culture war in in Minneapolis and St. Paul, which was had a, a brief flashpoint this week, if you will, with the <clears throat> water attack on Tommy Laren, is is something that that ties into something that I, I've been saying about progressives for quite some time. By the way, I say progressive as as opposed to liberal. Progressives aren't liberal. Dennis Prager says it all the time. Progressives are are not liberal. Liberals uh, believe in certain moral standards. Progressives believe believe in power. I consider myself a classical liberal. Most of you in this audience probably are classical liberals, which means kind of the opposite extreme from progressives. Uh, And and one of the things that separates, I think, uh, conservatives from liberals, Dennis Prager says it well, uh, liberal, excuse me, conservatives think progressives are wrong. Progressive thinks, con- uh, progressives think conservatives are evil. And you find that, obviously, the, the, the Laren incident this past uh, weekend, last weekend, is evidence of that. And it ties into something that I've been saying for a while that, quite frankly, is on the verge of becoming uh, the 21st Berg's Law. And that is, when it comes to the flashpoint issues of our society, 
the typical progressive debates in the following sequence. And I say typical progressive. There, are, uh, Some liberals are, are – many of them are smart people who are care, capable of carrying on illiterate, uh, considerate, morally acceptable argument. They do exist. You may not see them in the media much. Uh, you may not run into them in downtown Minneapolis, uh, especially in the hipster quarters. But they do exist. But they're not the ones I'm talking about, this proposed Berg's Law, which – uh, would say, should I actually discover it is in fact an ironclad law of, of human behavior, that a typical progressive, the average progressive in an argument about any of the flashpoint issues, whether it's global warming, uh, global climate change, uh, guns, economics, Continue on through the, the I mean, sexism, feminism. They tend to be the, the pay gap. I mean, any of the, the big flashpoint issues on which conservatives and liberals, conservatives and progressives differ the most sharply. The typical progressive is good for one, count it one, count it one round of factoids. They may, they may or may not be facts. Hence, I call them factoids. They're, they're things that they, quote, know, end quote, about the issue. They're, they're, they're things that they, chanting points, if you will, that, that they have been indoctrinated into, quote, knowing, end quote, about the issue. After they get past that round, among the smart ones, perhaps two rounds of factoids on any given issue, they then move on to illogic illogic and uh, usually expressed through the form of logical fallacies things like straw men which by the way in case you don't know is is uh in case you didn't have the the privilege of taking logic 101 uh from from a professor who was not completely indoctrinated into political correctness uh, a straw man is uh, making you defend a point you didn't say you didn't make in other words, saying if you if you're arguing against global warming, say, well, why why do you want children to die? Well, I don't want children to die. That's a straw man. You're making me debate against a point that I never made, uh, or <laughs> debating against a point I never made. I should say, or uh, the ad hominem, which is basically attacking you instead of your argument, and on and on and on. That's the second round. The third round for those who who escape the second round is personal attacks uh, ranging from not just ad hominem about your argument but attacking you personally and frequently uh, frequent too frequently i should say those attacks become physical that's the the final step stage four progressive argumentation as we say i've got to write that down and we see that, obviously, in the, the Tommy Lahren incident, which reached sort of a soft stage for attack with water is is simple assault in its own way. If someone wants to try and press charges and get the Minneapolis police to take it seriously. <laughs> but if you remember the march for Trump, uh, the, the, the march for Trump back uh, about almost a year and a half ago now, where <clears throat> anti-fa. Uh, launch an actual physical attack on conservative demonstrators, you know that stage four progressivism or stage four progressive debate sometimes isn't quite as cool and wet uh, as 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 that, as uh, Tommy Lahren experienced. Sometimes it's a fist. Sometimes it's a bike chain. Sometimes it's tear gas. Uh, that's stage four progressive <clears throat> debate. 
But it's kind of interesting when you watch them and you listen to them. Sometimes uh, you realize that, that, that progressivism, while it, it, it is kind of a – it can frequently metastasize into an intellectual cancer, uh, sometimes it's just a matter of really, really deep-seated ignorance. Interesting piece came up this past week at the Star Tribune. Uh, it just as we watch, it's been interesting to watch. I mean, Minneapolis is about as politically diverse, at least in terms of official policy making, uh, the, the people who make policy, they're about as diverse as East Berlin was in 1974. You got your choice of far left Democrats and far, 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 far left Democrats. And the interesting part is, uh, the argument among Minneapolis's self-appointed elites uh, isn't whether to make Minneapolis into a high-rise, high-density city full of apartments and condos for the well-to-do and poverty warehouses for the poor, but how dense they should actually make it. <laughs> I made a pun. You see, it, it covers both things, how, how densely populated they want Minneapolis to be because the model they have for for cities is places like New York and Boston and, and, and London and Hong Kong, places where people are stacked 20 stories high. Because in the case of Manhattan, they had the original pioneers uh, who came here from the Netherlands had the dubious common sense to establish a city in a mar- malarial swamp of an island that had only so much room. And so you got to build up, 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 up to fit all the people in. Because it's just not that much. They're not making any more islands in the Hudson River. But that's not Minneapolis. Minneapolis is on the prairie, on the edge of the prairie anyway. And as you stretch out towards the western suburbs, the land gets flatter and flatter and flatter. And you don't have to build up, up, up to fit all the people in who want to live here. There's plenty of room out there. And by the way, if you drive out to, to suburbs like Chanhassen, Wyzetta, Minnetonka, not so much Minnetonka, Maple Grove, Dayton, Corcoran, Elk River, Rogers, people are using that space because the natural state of people is to want some elbow room. But no, the argument in Minneapolis is how densely do we stack people, rich and poor, and almost nothing in between. Anyway, I think it was Abraham Lincoln who said you can fool all the people all the time, some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all the time. But you can fool most people in Minneapolis most of the time. Uh, But even people, one might suspect, who uh, who vote for Alondra Cano, sometimes can have a little sense wrapped into their heads. Star Tribune attended a city meeting this uh, over the past week or so involving city staffers explaining the upcoming city plan, a city plan that's going to involve uh, higher density. In fact, there's proposals to ban any further zoning for single-family houses. Basically, single-family houses will be out in Minneapolis, and everything is going to become, I believe they described it as fourplexes. That will be the least dense form of housing in in the city of Minneapolis if this city plan goes through. I mean, they're not going to go out and tear down all the single-family homes in Minneapolis, 
yet, but they're not going to build any more of them. They're not going to allow any more of them to be built by anyone, even if you buy the land yourself. See, that's how city planning and zoning works. They control who do does what where. And a, a city planner with a PhD is going to decide what you can build on the property that you think you bought. Anyway, it was an interesting piece this past week. A city staffer explained the rising burden. This is quoting the strib here. A city staffer explained the rising burden of rental prices on poor residents and gently pushed a central theme of the draft plan that the city must build more homes in more places to a group peppered with skeptics. And, and it just blows my mind that someone could make this next quote in the city of Minneapolis. It's almost encouraging. Uh, this woman said, quote, if you just let the market promote density, that doesn't necessarily trickle down to affordable housing, said Lara Norcus Crampton. <laughs> Perhaps the most South Minneapolis name ever ever connived. I have to wonder if it's a sock puppet identity. Uh, anyway, Lara Norcus Crampton. A, a South Minneapolis resident, quote, if it was just density that provided affordable housing, then Hong Kong and New York City would be the most affordable places in the planet. And they're not. And this is, progressives somehow managed to go through life understanding nothing about economics, and, and they do not. And yet it seemed that Lara Norcus Crampton seems to have uncovered a bit of actual economics during her travels through life. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Don't forget, we're going to be uh, talking with uh, Colonel Schaefer, hopefully sometime in the next hour, as well as uh, as uh, getting to Andy Selick shortly here. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Most Minnesotans are dissatisfied with their income and retirement savings and are looking for help. Earn a second income without a second boss. Learn to make money trading at Online Trading Academy, the world's leader in trader education. Use this income now and through retirement. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. This Memorial Day, Patriot Mobile honors the soldiers who have given their lives while serving in the American Armed Forces. Memorial Day is a solemn day of remembrance for the heroes who gave everything for our country and to protect our rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile was founded to support conservative organizations by contributing a portion of each of their members' bills to causes that represent what we believe in, American values. Patriot Mobile offers great discounts to our military, veterans, and first responders every day to show that they appreciate and value their sacrifice. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your phone number, just bring over your compatible phone. They even reimburse your installment and switching fees as a bill credit. $500 per line and up to $1,500 per account. Call today to make the switch at 1-800-A-PATRIOT or go to PatriotMobile.com. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone at 1-800-A-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com. 
Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities. Not available in all states. Results may vary. Guarantees rely on the claims paying ability of the insurer. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity, what you don't know may hurt you. I'm Josh Melberg, founder and CEO of JD Melberg Financial. My company has raised over $2 billion in annuities. And when it comes to helping you maximize your retirement income, I've literally written a book on it. And it's called Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. And today, it's yours free. In this revealing book, I explain little known truths about annuity strategies strategies in simple terms and unlock five secrets you should know before buying an annuity. Want to earn up to 33% more for life guaranteed? It's all in my new book and it's yours free. Call now and I'll also give you a second book, The Number One Mistake Retires Are Making in the Stock Market, and my free DVD showing you how not to run out of money in retirement. If you have 100000 or more, even if it's in a 401k or an IRA, call now. Call 800-732-1515. That's 800-732-1515. 800-732-1515. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you choose to join us, and I I hope you do. Also found on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show. Andy Selick from the Minnesota Voters Alliance. Neck deep in another legal battle, this one for your First Amendment as well as voting rights. Oh, this is a great story. I mean, Selick brings us all sorts of great stories, but this is the granddaddy of them all. Stay tuned for that. Anyway, 651-289-4488, the number to call. So we're talking about a uh, we, we're talking about a, an article that appeared in the Star Tribune this past week, in which a Strib writer uh, observed a number of uh, Twin City Minneapolis residents commenting about the uh, the, the twins uh, about the uh, Minneapolis's housing plan for the next ten years, which will basically. Uh, Turn this basically a big step in turning the city in, uh, into Manhattan Junior high rise apartment housing. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I, Dave from uh, Mound uh, emails saying, uh, "Quit telling people to move out to the western suburbs and get off my lawn." Doggone it! Uh, I'm not telling people to move out there. Trust me. If you're a liberal, if you're a progressive, grab yourself a condo. Stack up on top of and below your neighbors and enjoy the community, the densely packed community. We don't need you moving out to the burbs and bringing your politics with you. Heck, what am I saying? No, move out to the politics. Bring your, move out to the suburbs, bring your politics with you and leave Minneapolis and St. Paul to, well, no, the conservatives have already left. Uh, I guess there's, uh, you know, let's just let's stay where you're at. You're building. You're building it. You live in it. Okay. Uh, the, the article in the Star Tribune this past week. I, I love this quote. 
Uh, if you just let the market promote density, that doesn't trickle down to affordable housing, said Laura Norcus Crampton, a, a South Minneapolis resident. If it was just density that provided affordable housing, then Hong Kong and New York would be the most affordable places on the planet, and they are not. And it's true. The densest places on the planet are places like, uh, that are some of the most expensive. Hong Kong, New York, San Francisco, London, Macau. These places are the most, I mean, people are teeming and living 20, 30 stories deep on top of each other in places like this. But yet they exist in a state of scarcity. Because if you move so much economic power and so much of the employment market into the center of a, of a place like this and try and pack the workers and force them, basically, artificially force them to live within bus or subway ride of their livelihoods, then you're still dealing with a situation of scarcity. And if you create that scarcity uh, of housing, uh, if you create a scarcity of anything that people want or need, the prices will go up. That's economics 101. And and so that's why you get places like New York, San Francisco, or for that matter, Williston, North Dakota, five years ago, becoming incredibly expensive because a lot of people want to get to some place and be in a place where there's not a lot of places to live. And the opposite holds true if people don't want to live there. You can find a house for a dollar in Detroit because nobody wants to live there. You can find a house dirt cheap in North Minneapolis because people are leaving the place. And by the way, if you go to a place like Newark, New Jersey, well, apartments there are still expensive because it's close to New York and still people people are still piled up. Building density on top, artificially building density, gives you situations like you have in Portland where although they have all sorts of land around Portland to put housing in, the grandiers who decide how things will be in the greater Portland area have decided that they're not going to allow any more housing to be built outside a certain ring of roads around the Portland area. It's all got to be built in Portland. Pretty much exactly what the city of Minneapolis wants. And so when you create... I mean, I mean, Manhattan's excuse is it's an island. They're not making any more island. They've added as much as they can to the island of Manhattan. There's no more place to put more land in the Hudson River. They can't do it. And so since people want to live in Manhattan, it now costs a half a million dollars a year. You need to earn a half a million dollars a year to live any place in Manhattan that a human would want to live. And by the way, it does go the other way. There are cities full of high-rises that they can't give away because nobody wants to live there. And that provides the opposite dynamic. Suddenly, you have a lot of high-rise apartments that get very, very inexpensive and fall apart because nobody wants to live there. And so only poor people can afford it, which, by the way, is exactly what they're shooting for here in the Twin Cities. 651-289. And I'm just amazed to see that someone like Lara Norcus Crampton gets it. And Lara, I'd love to know, come the next election, if you vote DFL anyway. If I had to guess, I'd say yes. Let's go to the phones in St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. you got about 40 seconds. 
Mitch and other great shows. My favorite subject is housing, but I, I'm calling for the earlier subject. I couldn't get in on with the, uh, the, uh, the fault that took place in Minneapolis. Yes. I called the reporter of the article, Rochelle Olson, and, it, and, it, <laughs> and uh, she said it was listed as confrontation, and I told her this was an assault. There was a group that was attacked. There was no confrontation. And for, my first shock is that I got through to her on the phone. Yes. The second shot, this, my second shock was she agreed with me because I absolutely agree with an assault, but, but I don't control the headlines. Yeah, that's that's I don't, I that's a fair. That's, that's a, her deal. That's what she told me. I'll hang up and listen. But absolutely. It's someone, a fair, it's a fair cop. By the way, we've gone around and around with Rochelle Olson on this broadcast before about uh, 12 years ago. We had a little, we had a few words with her about her coverage of uh, a bit of slander against uh, Alan Fine, who ran against Keith Ellison in his first term. That being said, she's not a completely hopeless reporter. She 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 has done some good reporting, and reporters don't control the headlines. Uh, the copy editors do. That being said, the fact that the that an attack on Tommy Laren, uh, conservative pundit, is treated so very differently than it would have been had it been. Uh, had it been someone like, I don't know, Rachel Maddow is my favorite, or if someone had thrown a glass of water at Sarah Silverman, it would be treated as a hate crime. Uh, just try me on that. Uh, that. That tells you something. I think, if not about, as as Mark from St. Louis Park points out, not about uh, any bias that Rochelle Olson might have, but certainly about the bias at the editorial level at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh, and let's not even talk about the bias of the editorial level at the completely hopeless city pages. Uh, Andy Selig joins us after the break, talking about his ongoing litigation against this Department of State and the election authorities here in Minnesota. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-763-6840. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance. With one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-763-6840. 1-800-763-6840. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. Hey, folks, I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. Over a decade ago, I decided to start a company that could help families take control of their finances and, more importantly, their time. We offer you a powerful education in how to trade in the stock market, providing you the skill sets you need to manage your financial manager and speak his language, or even cut out the middleman entirely and do it yourself. 
My mission was to put more money in the hands of good Christian people to impact this country and the rest of the world. Since that time, I've seen Tradeway grow from a small business started in a garage with my family to an education company which now employs more than 20 families and has educated nearly 20,000 people from all across the country. God has truly blessed this mission. It's been exciting to see the Tradeway family grow through the years. At this point, people attend our events not only to hear about the stock market, but to fellowship with other families and even to strengthen their walk with the Lord. The Tradeway community is unlike anything I've ever seen in my business career or even in my ministries. With Tradeway, you not only get a powerful system for trading as a business, but you get the kind of hands-on support, ongoing development, and personal community that is required to propel you forward in this journey, and we help you to do that one step at a time. I want to personally invite you to join us at our next event called Step 1, Start Your Journey at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th. The event will be hosted by John Quinn. John is one of the most analytical people I know. In fact, he's literally a rocket scientist, but he has the ability to teach in a way that everyone can understand, which is a great skill. Join us at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th, and bring your family. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's.